Respect. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Boba Book Club. Listen, we're having so many technical difficulties. This is an unbelievable, an unprecedented night. First of all, Jake's here, but I'm in the other room. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to Boba Book Club. <laughs> Where, oh, where's the theme song? Craig's on the move. I don't know what that song is. Um, I hope I'm gonna try to take a seat. I've been, I have been, um, well, working on trying to get this stream going for about 45 minutes. And listen, we somehow figured it out. It's not ideal, but we're here. I'm Welcome sure to Boba that, Bootleg. Uh, Welcome to Bootleg. Boba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good idea not to have a guest tonight. Um, but anyways, I'm in the uh, I'm in the toy room. Let me go ahead and introduce all of our special guests and co-hosts tonight. All the way from uh, Vancouver, BC, Mr. Ryan Dole. Ryan, what's up, man? Hey, uh, nothing. Uh, how's Target? Are you? Did you find anything while you were there? <laughs> I'm not at Target. I'm in the toy room, on location. I'm gonna sit down. Are you sitting on the floor now? This is great. Well, no, 100%. He's, he's just sitting on the floor, but sitting on the USS flag. <laughs> so oh, we're, we're losing better, losing viewers by the second. Oh, that is yeah. not true. After my whole speech this week about we really need to be more professional. Um, Ryan, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I, uh, just as I say every time when I start off, I'm giving this show ten credits. Nice. I love this episode. I cannot I wait to talk me. about it. There is so much to unload, like incredible amounts. So I can't, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I love it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, I'm excited to talk about it as well. Abigail Gardner, how are yes, you? Yes, I'm great. The burden is upon me to talk about this episode. I'm very excited that we got <laughs> this this group together and that we are running smoothly here. Um, thanks for hanging out, everybody. This let's, is not a great this, let's not call this smooth. Oh, I want to let, <laughs> Hey guys, I we're going, we're chugging along. I'm on my new MacBook, which I bought two months ago and opened eight minutes ago. So <laughs> I, oh. I, I, I skipped hey, must over. be nice. No, listen, you think <laughs> I skipped Laugh over up. no touch ID, no Siri, no Apple ID. I just, I'm just, I had to download Chrome and I'm in. Okay. Could you imagine you having really? that much money where that's your problem in life? <laughs> this is just, this is just my Chrome MacBook Pro. Yeah, this is my backup MacBook Pro. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, Jake, what's up, man? Uh, you know, I, I just, I feel like this week in 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 Star Wars, much like. Uh, much like the show has kind of put together an Avengers style, this episode felt like the Avengers to me, and I feel like we have the Avengers here to talk about it. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yep, we got Hawkeye, Black Widow, Captain America, Wolverine, and um, Troy. Who do you want to be? <laughs> I <Ant> think. <laughs> You're Ant Man. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's like that SNL sketch. Nobody ever wants to be Ant Man, but I'll be Ant Man this time around. Take Ant Man. Yeah, I'll do it. Cho you choose it. I think cool. we all want to be Ant Man these days. Oh, um, you got some of the best lyrics to the musical, by the way. That's <laughs> yes, true. Oh, 
Um, he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. <laughs> uh, Troy, man, how, how are you doing, man? How's your week? I'm good. My week is good. I finally figured out something about Star Wars that has been bugging me for for decades now. And and if you guys want in on it, I'm going to I'm going to clue you in. Um, if you want to survive through anything in the Star Wars universe, just stick next to Max Rebo. Like just just <laughs> you hug onto that <laughs> elephant trunk and you don't <laughs> let go. Mm-hmm. So I bet you luck. he's like kind of squishy. Like a beanbag chair? <laughs> That's what I imagine he's like. Yeah. He's and impervious. And something terrible happens. He just kind of like, and then rolls away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I hope, I hope the, uh, sorry, not to just jump in, but I, I hope like the, the end credit scene of the next episode is like Max Rebo walking out of the bathroom and just being like, what happened? <laughs> 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 yeah. It's oh, like the community. Opens the, the door to the bathroom and, and there's no building <laughs> Yeah, left. yeah, yeah. I love that. Wow, they really insulate this bathroom well. <laughs> now, not again! Damn it! <laughs> Let's. Um, this is going to be pretty bootleg. I was supposed to be sharing this image. Let me. Uh, but this is this is too on point to not share, or at least try to share. So please just hold your phone up to the yeah, camera. That's, 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 that's literally that's do. literally what I'm about to do. So wow, only uh, the best for the doling best episode. It in. <laughs> so uh, Ryan Dole sent me this wonderful chart. Uh, explaining, <laughs> I think this was made by Patrick Locklet or Lochley, whatever you say. Uh, and uh, Ryan, walk me through this chart that explains how Max Rebo was not there for the uh, the terrible bombing of Madame Garza. Well, there's house. another figure in Dan where Max Rebo usually is. Right. So if you take yeah, a look, new, new... and on the yeah. right, he's usually on the right side of the uh, drum to beat to asthma track droid, right? So there in the red is where he would usually be and he's not there and then the other one at the bottom there the other picture and picture there again showing that spot where he should be uh before everything goes to hell in a handbasket literally uh yeah like he's not there so he was not in the room when this exploded where there it happened spoiler we just is we just rewatched off? we just rewatched the episode like right before yeah. this and, and yeah, when it got to that scene I was looking, I was trying to see if I could see him anywhere. And he, you're right. He's, he's not in, he's not on screen at all in the episode. So he was, back. uh, out back draining the trunk. Uh, I like how, uh, out of all maybe of Maybe he just trunk. had like the afternoon off. <laughs> yeah. I love how like of the, of the, I don't know, 20 different insane things that happened in the episode. This is what we're, we're still Rebo. Max Rebo, Rebo first. I, um, I don't see always... why it's, it's not a big thing. I think there's, like I said, there's a lot to unload in this episode. Always go Rebo first. Always go Rebo first. I agree. Never, <laughs> never go Rebo to Garza. You go Max Rebo, not Min Rebo. Okay. <laughs> um, by the way, we got a lot of people joining us in the chat. Um, and yeah, this is my first time ever joining a bootleg, uh, bootleg <laughs> book of boba book club or whatever this is called it's too much um, alliteration can't it's mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. but welcome English. craig thank you um i'm enjoying myself so far um we're gonna get to the chat later i know there's a lot to cover uh i'm a little bit flustered okay just tonight in general so i'm gonna take a deep breath and i'm gonna craig, say, take a deep breath i'm gonna continue for you for one second go in atlanta it. in a room next to craig we've got jake who came all the way in town. He's going to be hanging out with Craig this weekend. Jake, what did you think of the episode? I, I mean, I kind of don't want to go. I don't, 
I don't want to see next week's episode, honestly, because I know it's I know we're getting back to the Boba Fett storyline. And at this point, I don't care about that anymore because <laughs> all I want to see mm-hmm. is Luke Skywalker and Grogu. That's literally all I want for the rest oh. of my life. Like forever. Give me more of that. Like I I this is the best. Is this maybe the most overwhelming 45 minutes of a TV show that I've ever seen in my life? Maybe. Could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Abby, you're also in another room in the same house as the other two. Yes, the same room as Jake, <laughs> yeah. but a different room from Craig. I found this episode to lead me, much like you just said, Jake, wanting more of specifically this storyline. I feel like the Boba stuff has sort of wrapped up. I want to know if it's going to be like Padawan or Foundling, or is it going to be the uh, the lightsaber, the chainmail? There's there's a, there's an obvious uh, drive with that that plotline, and I'm just oh god, seeing Grogu again. Like I don't want to get into it like right this second, but this episode was hold on, hold on. everything love- and more. We've all waited four days for this. And I've heard all five of us go. I don't want to get into it yet. Get, and then we talk about Ma- <laughs> we talk about Max Rebo. We're, just we're edging. We're edging doing. We're, do, we're edging it right now. We're doing. This it, was like an unbelievable, surreal gift. It was a just a fantastic, um, like probably the best episode I'd say. Yes, and we start off so kind of almost. It almost bookends, but not quite. But we start off with seeing our old friend, uh, Cobb Van. Yeah. Yes. Marshall That's Vance. Amazing, Marshall Troy. Vance. Yeah. You love this guy. Take me through it. Uh, give me, give me Deadwood on Tatooine with Marshall Vanth. He's he's still alive, by the way. He he's got to oh, still be yeah. alive. Oh, shot in the shoulder. Just, I nothing. can't let go. It's in the shoulder. He's fine. They're gonna make it like he's yeah. dead so that it rallies up Freetown to go fight and everything. But but anyway, uh, yes, I I love the fact that Cobb Vanth is such a badass that Timothy Oliphant made him such a badass because in the book he was kind of this. In, in in the aftermath book, he kind of seemed like kind of a doofus, to be honest. And they've made him like badass Marshall from Deadwood, and uh, and and we see it in that first scene where he runs the spice the the Pike Spice Traders out of town, and you know uh, kicks the kicks the spice over like a, a badass right. a drug such detective. A, yeah. Such yes. an amazing it's worth opening. more than the town itself. I know. I was like, no, but also. Awesome. I feel like the fact that Cobb Vanth is back and that Johnny Knoxville has a movie in theaters right now is just like, it's just a good time <laughs> to be alive. Good time for daddies? <laughs> yes! Yes! Just Wait, what's, do you, what is, what's do you the new Knoxville the picture? Person? The yeah. Jackass, the new Jackass movie. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm playing into it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. did a sequel to um. I love the opening picture. to the show. I thought it was awesome. Like, Right out of um, just just being back in that area and seeing Cobb Banth was a surprise. Like we we weren't sure. Like just to chime no. in for a second, mm-hmm. um, Timothy Oliphant is definitely typecast. Like Deadwood justified Cobb Banth, and it's the best typecasting that's ever yeah. existed. Well, he it's kind so of awesome. he kind of fell into he figured out. You know, he's been around for a while. Like you know, I was watching Scream Two a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. In now that he's in this, but it's like. Whenever he did his first like Western, whatever, it's like he was like, oh, people were like, OK, this is what Timothy Oliphant was made for this kind of stuff. It's what he's the best in. And uh, that opening and I mean, the opening and the closing with him, it's it's great. It's like I want to say it's the best thing in the show, but then there's, you know, 10 other amazing things. Yeah. In the show. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing, too, like that the first shot of the the moisture evaporator uh spinning around like 
there are so many once upon a time in the West spaghetti, spaghetti Western yeah. things. Well, even the samurai that, like, flicks. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like Dave Filoni is putting to work all of his knowledge of, of everything here, the Westerns, the samurai films. And I don't know. I mean, it, like, I feel like that's worth mentioning too, is that that bookend that you were talking about, Jake is like, that's a great Western. And then in the yeah. middle of this, there's a great like fantasy story, like uh, a, a training montage, like, you know, balance, good karate, we get some good Crouching Tiger, hidden dragon in the middle. Yeah. We get Western films like, uh, because I was even thinking too, like just that whole, when he's there standing there and there he's with those pikes and he's just like, he's hand by the trigger and he's like, think it through. Yeah. Think it through. Yeah. Like, and then you know, at the very, like, go ahead. Greg. At the, well, at the very end, you get the, well, I think Abby labeled it Grogu's choice where he has to pick Miyagi Do or Eagle Fang. Like yeah. it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Oh, why not both? Yeah. I mean, I'm um, sure that's what we'll be debating till we see this. By the way, well, we, we know the answer. Do, don't we? To what he chooses. Well, if we're going to dive into it. It sounds well, like you do. Well, why don't, Hey, that's a really good tease. Let's say hi to the chat real quick. Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. see who we got going. Cat Hansen. Blue Chainsaw Man, Thunderhouse Design, AJ Quick, Mr. Tony Taylor, Mike Davis. Joe's tripping balls. Dave's <laughs> Dimensions. The Randalorian is here. John Yurkaba, Jeff Morris, Ghost Poppers, Mitchell Brinkley, Jason Grahoski, and on and on and on. Man, good chat. There are four John Yurkabas. Which one is this? Strong chat. <laughs> uh -huh. did, I, did I highlight John multiple times? Sorry about that. Um, yeah. And also, I just want to say... Um, while everybody was uh, waxing poetic about, uh, you know, Dave Filoni, I was able to get our graphics oh, going. Good job. Oh. Good job. Hey. Oh, very right. nice. Bravo. So, pictures. Before we go any further, though, since we are doing that, let's – can we have a moment of silence for the fallen, for those who are no longer with us? And let's I'll bring up – here we go. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. ten, 10 seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Madam Garza, Jennifer yeah, Beals. Damn. Uh, so, so much potential. No more helmet cleanings. <laughs> no. I guess I'm not getting that figure. You, you want your swines cleaned while you go have a drink? <laughs> I'm such a Star Wars nerd fan fiction fanboy. When the two of the the two Pike dudes like walked in, in my head I was like, "Oh wait a minute, that's definitely Han and Lando." First <laughs> 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 disguise. And then, then I mean, the, the episode Still led you there. Honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I can't blame you for that. <laughs> Han and Lando bombed. Yo, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about this episode is that you know we talked last week. Um, in uh in depth about you know this moment where mando's gonna go and see grogu and and i said it's gonna be the the you know the post credit scene this year and jake was like no we're not gonna see it for a year they're not gonna show us anything <laughs> and it literally it did that thing that is starting to happen with these properties and with fandom where it's where you're like well they're not gonna show us ghost egon or anything it's like not only is he there <laughs> He's coming to fuck up Gozer with the crew. Like, sorry, I like Ghostbusters. Whoa. Um, I'm just saying, well, if you haven't seen it by now, get the fuck out. But so not only did we see Grogu, 
we saw oh, an entire episode of Luke training Grogu and parallels of Luke and Yoda's training. And it was just, I mean, you guys said it earlier. It was sci-fi. It was magical. The Grogu's theme, and then what I'm going to dub the new Luke Skywalker theme, which is that Western acoustic guitar that we first heard at the end of The Mandalorian last year. The musical cues were on point throughout the whole episode. I, I didn't get to blubbering mess at all, but I was misty-eyed the entire time because it was I was in shock. I could not believe that, like... At this point, I'm like, are they going to do like a Luke Skywalker series? Like, we're like a year away from that just being able to like the technology well, is. It looks so good. I was going to say that's so what you got. You got to mm-hmm. bring that up. Like, I wa- I rewatched that Mandalorian episode with Luke uh, pretty recently, and even though it still gets me, Luke doesn't look great in that. He looks like a, this is a real per- like. I was like, that's a real person. I don't understand. Like, you can still kind of see here and there but it's like how i don't understand how this this is like magic to me was like, it the, is it the uh, same yeah, guy they did a fantastic job go ahead you the, mean, same, the, the same stand-in guy i assume so he was in i mean he was up the x-wing we should have yeah. seen it coming he was in last week's episode um <laughs> yeah um abby so i want to go to you here yeah you are uh, a big old fan of grogu oh yeah love love the child <laughs> when when mando is pulling up and we by the way I, all I've, three I've, times i watched this episode i grabbed my stuffed uh grogu and and held and i did not know what you were about to say oh uh, <laughs> i grabbed my stuff i Listen. grabbed my i grabbed my grogu and i just i held him tightly because the <clears throat> excuse me the lesson learning and like the lush vegetation and bamboo and um and the moss on the rocks and like that that scenery was just like so captivating um it felt like star wars but also like something just a touch different and something just with the breath of fresh air to it right um i i was just just eating up everything um when it comes to that planet and and seeing mando like arrive there and then have to wait for a period of time and see r2 and have that bamboo bench built and take a nap and (laughs) i was just like all of that was just like yes please do we I, I've done some research this week, and maybe somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe we know what planet this is. I know, I think it's safe to assume that this is this is the Jedi Temple that yeah. Kylo Ren eventually burns down, which I was thinking today, I, I thought a funny meme would be uh, the picture of Luke with his hand on R2 with the temple burning, and he's like, our temple that we built from our own hands and then cut to the construction droids like, <laughs> you built! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh um, i do love so, the scene though where he's like hey grogu can you balance yourself on this stick okay now watch me dance with my lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean what was going through everybody's mind when when I, I was still a little bit in denial i was like oh he's gonna get there he's gonna be with r2 and then when ahsoka showed up which was also not on my radar in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's not going to see him. They're going to go. This is, she's going to deter him. And then, Troy, I mean, walk me through. I mean, I know we've talked a couple times this week, but are you, um, can you believe they went there and, and, and uh, in this manner? No, I can't at all. I mean, I think, I think the text I sent to you, or maybe I was holding it because I wanted to tell you here, was if you would have gone back to like 2004. Five, I think when the first Clone Wars animated film came out and 
and you would have told me that that Ahsoka character was someday going to be in a show with a Mandalorian where Luke Skywalker is training a baby Yoda and it's all going to happen in a Boba Fett show, I would have thought you were high. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Dude, no. absolutely. And I want to talk about that too because uh, they already, at this point, it feels like they already met and we never got to see that first yeah. meeting. So there's that kind of like, I. I always wanted to see it. So right now it's kind of living in my head canon of what that happened, where she's kind of like, I knew your mom. I knew Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just like uh, I knew who Obi-Wan Kenobi was sleeping with from Mandal from Mandalore. <laughs> like she could go through all of that. Cause she knew. And that she was, line, they could I'm talk all night. Family. I'm a friend of the family. I'm a friend of the family. is like, so are we going to yeah. do you think they're going to flash back? Or do you think the move, like her series itself is going to start with her and her first meeting of Luke? I think everything's on the table right now. Everything's on the point, table. Now. Yes. yes. <laughs> At this point, I'm I'm no longer gonna say no. That's not happening. Yeah, At this point, they're doing everything. I don't. They're just doing it. Do we? So the the on a different level, what, one thing that came became apparent to me is that this book of Boba Fett series is probably not what they originally mapped out. I I don't. Like this episode was incredible and there's been some individually great moments throughout this series. I would say overall it's been good and enjoyable, but it's, it's not really a story worth giving a whole season to like, there's no way that Robert Rodriguez and Dave Filoni were like, we should do a season of Boba Fett where he takes over Bibbs uh, run as the leader of the, you know, crime syndicate and tattooing and then the pikes are going to come and they fight the pikes. It's like, that's not a, this almost feels like, like an interlude or a go between, or they were planning season three of Mando, which we've talked about. Like a lot of people had no idea they were filming book of Boba Fett. I have a feeling that somewhere around the time Pedro Pascal was going to, you know, whether or not you choose to believe it, there's been some tension with Pedro in that production and he wants to do other things. He does not like being in the Mandalorian suit. Um, and from what we've heard and he's going to, and he got cast in the um, uh, what's that? The video game uh, last of us. And I think they had to make a, uh, make uh, some moves. And I think they had to kind of change their, their direction at some point. I really believe that because from a storytelling point, and these are master storytellers, you don't do five episodes of a storyline and then have two full episodes of a complete 180 with one episode left. It just doesn't, no, to me, it makes no sense. It's very right. Game of Thrones in that sense. <laughs> to, hey, to me, it's you know very I mean? Star Wars. To me, it's very Star Wars in that sense because it's like with Star Wars, you have so much where you're watching and you're like, wow this could not be any better. This is perfect. And then there's like left turns all the time. And it's like, Oh, this sucks. Yeah. Now this is great again. This is weird. <laughs> what is this? And that's what it feels like to me. It feels like star Wars being star Wars. And they're like, I don't know. We don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> it's like they, you know, Mandalorian was such a good thing. And, and maybe they kind of jumped the gun. You know, a lot of people were really excited about Boba Fett and that Boba Fett episode of the Mandalorian is a better Boba Fett episode than any of the Boba Fett episodes I think have been. So I think it was like excitement and they were like, yes, we're on to something. Let's do a Boba Fett show. And I think Craig, you're right. There was like that coupled with, you know, Pedro. And it was just like, uh, well, let's just do everything. 
Troy, what do you think about uh, Do you have any thoughts on any of that? I, I mean, I think uh, my, my theory, and this is just my theory, this is not based on anything, is that they were trying to do like a backdoor pilot with Boba Fett, and this Book of Boba Fett thing was going to be like a one-off episode in season three of Mando. And then they realized how everybody responded to Boba being back and how we said, oh my God, he's so cool. He's kicking ass. He's got the Tusken Raiders uh, gaffy stick. And I, I think so maybe if anything reactionary happened, it oh, might've just been like, we've got this one episode that we were going to do to kind of tee up a Boba Fett show. But what if we like turn it into three or four episodes? Like a miniseries, that, yeah. 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 Like, and, and it kind of dovetails into Mandalorian season three. And I think, I, I, that's my impression of it because you know everybody says like oh this is reactionary that we're not into the boba fett show so they're just sandwiching in mandalorian no you can't like look at look at how intricate everything has been woven together here you can't just like do that right um but i think what they can do is they can stretch whatever they had for the the boba fett plotline or backdoor pilot or whatever it was and turned it into those four episodes that we saw. And then it, then it makes a whole lot more sense. Like the whole thing with the Tusken Raiders was probably the meat of the whole thing. Uh, but they kind of put it over three different episodes. Yeah. Um, but I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad. It's, yeah. I'm just glad this is all happening. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Like Jake, you said like, okay, I wasn't into episode four, but I was really into episode five and I was really into episode six. And yeah. maybe I think seven. Kat nailed it in the chat. Uh, cause she said, this is what Dave would do oh, yeah, I saw that. I'll pop in, it in. in Clone Wars where we would, we would get three awesome episodes of like Darth Maul and his brother just going around the galaxy, yes. beating the crap out of people, high five and Hondo. And then all of a sudden we'd get like a three episode break of mm -hmm. like droids hanging out in a desert, hanging out with a snail. And then yeah. all of a sudden we'd go oh. right back into but Darth Maul, like. Yeah, no, but how many, I, but how many yeah. episodes? But how many right. episodes are there to a season of the Clone Wars? Right, it's like seven. <laughs> well, that's there's right. eight episodes, seven episodes. The first of this. four you seasons is like a ton. Yeah, I, but I think, still, it's still the same kind of thing, though. I think that's, it is. No, I think it is, and I also think like collectively, like if you look at season one and two of Mando, Book of Boba Fett, and then like Ahsoka, it almost feels like it's all. Uh, it's all interconnected, right? Like it's yeah. all, it, there's, there's genetic tissue that goes through all of it. Um, especially now. And it, and it all connects back to like clone wars and rebels. And, and it's actually genius. Like Dave Filoni is like straight up getting his way right now. Um, well, he deserves it, well they're retconning he things left and right. Like they were books and they were saying like now, like the novels and the comics, they're canon now. And they've already like retconned like multiple things from the new novels. And, from the comics all right. because it's like it doesn't fit dave's and you know dave filoni and john well, favreau's I, vision favreau. i think it's dangerous i i will say this right now and this is kind of a different topic for a different day i think with this with a universe this vast with this much storytelling potential i don't care how good your story team is and i don't care how good your um your uh Oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the the, the folks that make sure everything's in line and everything doesn't continuity. Yeah, the continuity people. Yeah, your continuity. Yeah, when you're checkers. dealing with comics, video games, novels, it's it's almost impossible it is, yeah. to keep it mm -hmm. all in line. And then, so you, right now, if you're thinking about Star Wars canon, you really got to be thinking about the movies. 
the live action shows and then, you know, Rebels and Clone Wars and Bad Batch, like everything else. And like Troy was saying it earlier, like the way Cobb Vanth was portrayed in the, in the Windig books, in the uh, Aftermath books is not the way that he's being portrayed yeah. necessarily now. And Chuck Windig also came out, was really mad this week that he did not get any credit uh, in these episodes. Oh, really? I didn't see yeah, that. Interesting. He was, he didn't get his characters created by um, yeah. Eh, it's work for hire. Sorry, Chuck. Ooh, um, sorry, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Chuck. <laughs> Jump in the chat. Yeah. Tell us what you think, Chuck. Oh, yeah, that would be my shirt for celebration. Sorry, sorry Chuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I think when you don't have that overarching, like this is someone who had a vision, like maybe with uh, Game of Thrones, like George R. R. Martin might or have, Wars. or Star Wars. But at this point, there's so many different people <laughs> telling stories of the Star Wars stories and building. So yeah, it's but, really it's hard to keep. I feel like we could do a whole study on canon and like teaching. And, and the beauty of the way that they're doing this right now, though, is you don't have to know all of that canon. Like you don't have right. to know that. Yeah. That Cad Bane once trained Boba Fett and they were a mentor mentee kind of thing. Like, you don't need any of that. You don't even need to know who Cad Bane is the way that he set this up. Like, this dusty stranger comes in off the horizon and Cobb Vanth tells everybody to get indoors. Oh, shit, this is a big deal. You That's feel awesome the writing. weight of him. Yeah. Yeah, it it doesn't, you don't need to know any of the backstory from Clone Wars or Bad Batch about, about Cad. You just, you know that this guy is trouble. Um, yeah. and, and creaking on the windmills and oh yeah. so on the awesome. horizon like the music Dude. <laughs> i also like though yeah i like the idea that he parks his ship like three miles away and slow walks in yeah <laughs> dude i i love that and i love like the first shot let's just go right into it i love when you first see cad like because that they kind of did it in such a way like in the distance where i actually first thought holy shit it's the fucking tuscan because of the way the the long oh, coat was and everything, with the, yeah. And then yeah. as it got closer, I saw the brim of the hat, and I was like, "Oh fuck off! You got to be see that no." And I'm that dude from the country song, and I'm just like screaming into my pillow, and my poor neighbors probably thought I was had guests over. It was like I was going crazy once it kind of clicked, did. Yeah, and then. Yeah, he's got the new law because before he always wore like a shortcut. So now he's got like the duster. He's missing his uh, his rocket boots, but I think he lost one of them fighting uh, Fennec Shand in the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. So of course mm -hmm. he wouldn't have those. So that's continuity right there too. And uh, yeah, design. then he, they got. Oh, hang on, Thunderhouse, Thunderhausen, hang tight. And then uh, after the, you know, he's he's his, his things tilted down. He still kind of talks from the side of his mouth. Like he always did because he always had the toothpick in. And then you hear the voice that's the actual voice actor from the Clone Corey Wars. Burton. And that was it. I was just yeah. like losing my mind. It was so But good. you know what? It's so like, yeah, they just did what they should have done. Sometimes it's really <laughs> it not just that makes hard. Sense, right? Like they just did yeah. what, like, it's not what the fans want or what the fans deserve. It's just the best thing. Like the best thing after you watch this episode, I was like, Oh yeah, I did want to see 45 minutes of Luke Skywalker training Grogu. I'm really happy that they gave that to me. Yes. <laughs> one Running of, up that hill. One of the things that I realized watching this episode, and and this is not to this is not to say anything bad about the sequel trilogy or any other Star Wars thing that exists, but it's gonna kind of sound that way. But the fact that like when I'm watching this episode and Cobb Vanth shows up. This is his second episode. This is Ahsoka's second episode. This is Cad Bane's first episode. 
but I'm watching it and I feel like, oh, these are the new Star Wars characters that I want to be around. Like, I want to know everything about all these people. And maybe the sequels didn't really pull that off in the best possible. You know what I mean? Like, there was a feeling watching this episode that was just like, oh, shit. Like, these are there's a way to it going forward. Yeah. Yeah. There's a way to it. I mean, Cobb Vanth feels I, I really want to be careful here. Oh, I know you I know exactly do you want me to say what you're thinking about saying? I, I want to know if you know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I think I, I thought you were gonna say Cobb Vanth felt more like Han Solo than Han Solo did in Solo. No, close. <laughs> Cobb Vanth feels more like a Han Solo type character than Poe Dameron did. And I know that's what Poe Dameron's role was supposed to kind sure. of work. Yeah. I think there's a a a seriousness, a heaviness, a swagger, but he's not he doesn't have the same motivation as Han Solo. You think Han Solo would have kicked over that that chest full of spice? No. <laughs> no. He would have had a spoonful of it and a flame. Yeah. Flip it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, also, just to point out something in the chat, AJ Quick just said I might have to watch Clone Wars in the Bad. I love that we have made AJ like yes. get into Star Wars. Go team. Well, yeah, but this Cat Bane, like he feels like even if you haven't watched it before, he feels dangerous yeah um, you have immediate just his demeanor the the, the the talking under the hat oh man he is like the coolest dude ever i i want to go i don't want to go have a drink with him actually i'm scared of him but <laughs> no, he's like scary. he's <laughs> like he's so he's well so i mean cool. so let's talk about that uh we're, there's a lot to cover here i feel like tonight's strap yourselves in folks um i'm getting my i'm in the toy room and yeah. I'm having a great time. And we um, can bounce around too, right, Craig? Right. I mean, like we're all over. It doesn't matter. I, you know, we one of the conversations we've been having the last couple of weeks was, you know, this show might have a villain problem. Like, Chrysanthemum's not going to be the villain, and the Pike Syndicate doesn't seem very, uh, you know, they're threatening, but not, you know, they're more threatening this week because they're they're. Oh know, my bought, god! This week now, I want them to actually die. do something this week. Right. The only thing they've really done, you know. But Cad yep. Bane is a is a reveal of a villain who uh you know it, it, at its core star wars is about uh good versus evil right so you need you need a darth vader you need a darth maul you need a well, kylo I, ren you need a boba I said, <laughs> I said that whenever it was revealed you know whenever um chrysanthemum kind of jumped onto boba's side that's been chrysanthemum had been my biggest disappointment in the show because he looks like such a badass and i was like cool we're going to get to watch this dude you know, be Props a villain. Jake, and then they, like they, they took that away from us. And I was like, Oh, I kind of wanted a cool, like menacing villain. And they brought it, they brought that back this week. Now we have another yeah. cool menacing villain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And you got I'm really hoping that like, and, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, Cat Bane, it, when he was it. saying like, you know, this area belongs to the syndicate. So just let us do our thing. No one else has to die. Like, yeah. and you knew right off the bat too that uh, that deputy of his, he's done. done. I was now. like, well, shut good. The fuck he deserved up. it. Now- Somebody <laughs> called him Deputy Dash Rendar, and it was, oh, that was great. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> hey, I, Freetown. <laughs> when he said this is Freetown, all it I was just. All I was thinking was Silvertown from Joe Dirt. All I could think of. <laughs> oh my God. What's the name of that town, Joe Dirt? Freetown. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what's crazy is we we 
we haven't really even started talking about Luke and Grogu, and that was the bulk of this episode. Yeah, like yeah. the yeah. run, yeah. run, run, jump. You could be my backpack. Mm, well, backpack. I run. well backpack. oh, they're gonna have to do a new one of that. They have to. They are. They have to. <laughs> um, I feel like it's too good, almost. Like you can't spoof it. It was so special. I um, <laughs> when Mando shows up and you first see the Jedi Temple, this is the beginnings of the connect. Just like the Clone Wars had the connections that somehow made the prequel trilogy after 25 years, a, a beloved, you know, a beloved and uh, nostalgic property and part of star Wars. And I, they fleshed I think it out. They fleshed it out. I think, you know, they haven't, we know that they're, we know this time period is pre sequel trilogy. We know this is right around the time Kylo Ren is going to be born and Ray is going to come after that. We know where Luke Skywalker ends up, right? And I think this episode, as great it was, it was to see Luke, and it was amazing, as amazing as it was to see him training Grogu and to get you know more pieces of the Jedi lore. Like seeing Luke Skywalker in his prime post Return of the Jedi is what every Star Wars fans want. Was what we wanted our whole life. Now yeah. we're starting to get it. Uh, but much like Spice. How about a little bit? How about some more? Like, but you also that. start to see those like dents in there too, where he's he still questions himself. I right? love like that. Luke was that was yeah Luke. Yes, go ahead. When Jay. he when he mm-hmm. when he looks at Ahsoka and he's like, "What should I do?" I was like, "I that's the most Luke Skywalker thing possible." And I yeah. love badass Luke Skywalker from the end of Mandalorian. That's amazing. But the fact that they were like, "Hey, Luke's still a little." you know, unsure and like insecure about Mm -hmm. things. And the fact that he's asking somebody who was a Jedi long before him, you know, like I just thought that was, that that's such an amazing moment. Him saying that, but it seems like he's on the vert. He's about to go through that really annoying, uh, like, uh, I don't want to offend anybody. He he's about to get real religious and he's about to really go hard on the Jedi way and how, it's well, black yeah. and it's yeah. black and white and there is no gray area and he's forcing no Grogu connections. To yeah. And right. Like, and even still, he was still being, he still, yeah. I still found him like connected to like Ahsoka right away, which had me like, okay, he's already like attached himself to her. Cause he's like, am I going to see you again? Which again is two things that shows me is one. Yeah. We are going to see them together again. And yeah. two, he's already showing that sign of attachment that his father had. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and mean, also, Mary Jade's going to be in. We're going to see her. Oh my God. Day. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we Dude, are. Like, I would love that. I because love I that. think of an important aspect, of, and Abby, I'll go to you on this. That's cool. <clears throat> um, I think an important aspect of Luke Skywalker is to see his flaws. And I think that's. People who hero worshipped Luke their entire life had major issues with what they saw in The Last Jedi because they did not like the idea that Luke was that flawed, maybe misguided, whatever whatever he was in The Last Jedi, giving up on the Jedi Order, turning his back on it, full of guilt and pain, you know, being, you know, yeah, whatever that was. But I think it's important for the overall story to see the struggle the struggle emotionally yeah because yeah, he's not a perfect person like nobody is there's dark and light and you work to to maintain balance and to use the force but i think that that old notion of like luke just being like an infallible unflappable hero 
um, and that he should maintain that. It's it's not modern Star Wars for sure, and I don't think it's as interesting as seeing Luke actually questioning something, asking for advice on something, going through like a learning process, like he's learning from Yoda in uh, Dagobah in uh, Empire. So it's I think that's like I think it's nice. Um, is what I'm I think saying. people get Luke and Leia like always been. I feel like Luke has always been that way. Like from the, I yep. think the people who, who get mad that he's like that in the last Jedi, they just forget <laughs> what early Luke is like, because mm-hmm. he's, he's like that from the moment you meet him. I think, you know, yeah. that, and that yep. was one of the things I loved about this. episode. Where could they be? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> they're, 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 I, like I was saying, uh, they, I think that people get Luke and Leia mixed up because Leia's the one that's very assertive. Which one's the girl? she's assertive she's very certain of what she wants she knows what Mm -hmm. she needs in order to get things done and she doesn't question herself a whole hell of a lot i don't even know if really ever in the in the original trilogy well she was raised by you know generals and and uh and people who were you know and senate and senators and politicians and yeah she was Luke was she raised was all by in that mix. <laughs> moisture farmers who they, they were just like, oh, shape it up, uh, you guys. Come on. Look he was a little country. She was rock and roll, you know? Yeah. 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 Luke is, listen, Luke Skywalker yeah, is a, he's a hick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's They're sucking hicks, on his chili dog. <laughs> I want to say, like, Craig, the, the thing that you, you mentioned earlier, that this is going to make you look at the sequel trilogy a little bit differently, it already oh, yeah. has made me look at one scene very differently in The Last Jedi, where uh, Luke is in that that pool with the Jedi logo on it, and he talks about the downfall of the Jedi, where they're, they're hubris. Um, and we're seeing Luke's hubris here, so maybe he doesn't quite understand what happened to the Jedi in the first place. And here he thinks he can train. He thinks he can start the new Jedi order, whatever he's going to end up doing. And, and so there's, there's now self contemplation in that scene that I didn't see before where it's like, I I knew he started the Academy. I know we saw it burning and that, that Kylo Ren was the result of that, but we're actually getting to see him thinking that he can do all of these things at this Mm -hmm. point in time. And like you said, he's questioning it. So Mm -hmm. he's not listening to that voice in the back of his head that he should be. Right. And like, I don't, I don't know if this goes well for Luke and Grogu. Like, I don't think, you know, whether or not that he makes, if Grogu makes the choice or like, I don't think Grogu is going to become the first student at the Jedi Academy. I don't, I don't, or the, that's already been, we already know who the first student is. He said, if you take this lightsaber, you will be my first student. Right. When we go back to Rise of Skywalker, he goes, my first student was Leia. Hmm. Yeah. But also, like, I'm, I'm trying to pin, like, yeah, but. Uh, they sure. could retcon Maybe. that, too, if they really wanted. They could I mean, that, it's Grogu, for crying out loud. No, matter, no matter what he picks, no matter what he picks in season three of The Mandalorian, it's <laughs> it's it will be both things. You know what I mean? The, it, the, it is going to work yes. out a way to be both things. Like yeah. we, 100%, 100%, they, they've really set up Grogu's force abilities, you know? Yes. And we're going to see more of that. There's no way that we are not at some point in our short lives <laughs> that we are not going to see Grogu wearing chainmail, 
and wielding Yoda's lightsaber at the same time. Have your it's cake. going to happen. Eat it too. I think as we're getting father... it as early as next episode. <laughs> yeah. At this I point, think... it's probably already I... online. They're probably. I think they're already on the way. They're going to be that big fight, and then Luke and Grogu are going to show up, and Man's going to be like, "My baby," and uh, he's going to have that chainmail on, and he's going to be frog jumping, you know, drop kicking pikes in the fish face. <laughs> well, you know, there, there was this. There was a scene where um, Ahsoka she said something to the Mandalorian that as soon as she said it, I was like, she says it about Grogu, but I'm like, hold on. This is you saying this to the audience I have it about down. us. And she says, Grogu misses you a great deal. If he sees you, it will only make things more difficult for him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We miss Grogu a great deal. And if we see him now and we don't get to see him immediately in the next yeah. episode, it's going to hurt. True. So it's, true. You're right. True. We have By the way, to complete the bond with the Troy, child. I want to I go to Troy next, but I got to shout out my shirt. It's my tattooing traders company, uh, Polo Bootleg Boba Fett Polo Bear, Ralph Lauren. Um, I thought I'd be wearing it. I ordered it a couple weeks ago when Boba Fett used to be in this show, and I thought it'd be really cool to, to have it on. Um, I think they just put on a Cad Bane shirt. Boba Fett has had Boba Fett has more dialogue in A New Hope than he has in the Book of Boba Fett. He's I, not in that movie. He's yeah. in the he's in this episode for thirty seconds, has zero lines, and the, and he just looks confused the whole time. He's just like, oh, so yeah, he's like, Troy, I can get you foot soldiers. <laughs> what Troy? Um, for, you for know the Tuscans, but anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Um. I thought I tried. I didn't want you to get stepped over. You were saying something earlier about. Oh that. no! I was just going to say when we were talking about the chainmail. I wanted to say, as a father of a toddler, I just want to warn Grogu that that chainmail is not going over his head. It's not going to fit. <laughs> that's what Jake was saying. He was like, "That's not going to fit." I was like, "What if he steps into it?" He's got a <laughs> little rubbery face. Car. There's no diff to it. You don't think there's like a little elasticity? I forgot. Ray Cameron's right. Boba Fett is in the special edition of. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to correct you because I didn't want you to mm. feel bad. But well, I'll let Ray do still it. his job of the hut, but you know. I'm the boogie. Oh, So, 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 do they have to go back to a New Hope special edition and redo Job of the Hut again, knowing they can actually make decent huts? They can make it better. Mm-hmm. Why not? Just keep. Just I'll keep I just updating want to it. That <laughs> no, Star Wars. Star Wars is <laughs> no. like is like you know Mac iOS. You know every every six months is never finished. A little update. It's gonna be a new iPhone. Um, Mando. Let's talk <laughs> your about this. Star Wars will up, your Star Wars will update at twelve p.m. tonight. By the way, my favorite thing. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, my favorite thing when he says I I can get some muscle and he flies over the sand crawler and all the Jawas are waving. Dude, it's that's so funny. That's the dragon. dragon. Yeah, is that like a yeah. hood ornament or are they going like that's what I interpret it as? Is like this is. It's not that different than the. Are they delivering my, it somewhere? My well, vintage. I, uh, the yeah, Ewok the Ewok. Ba- the Ewok battle wagon has like a bantha skull on the front. I think that's kind of yeah. inspired by that. Dude, I imagine I, I, that the Jawas are seeing his ship and they're just saying to another one another, "We got to get that fucking ship." <laughs> yeah, we're like, see where he lands. We gotta, we gotta take. Is that, that. a Nabu starfighter? Yeah, they they crank uh. their Metallica back up to go with their skull and and go. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So let's let's start really breaking this down. We start to see Luke 
and Grogu in these training scenes and Grogu is floating a one-eyed frog and Luke's like, you call that floating a frog? And Luke does all the frogs. And, yeah. Um, like- the, the thing that really stood out to me in this episode is there are some, there are some iconic shots. Like the cinematography was on another level. The landscape was beautiful but there, I mean, listen, Luke looked great the whole episode, but specifically that one shot of him and Ahsoka where they're kind of looking at Grogu, it doesn't compute. It's it we're well past Uncanny Valley. We're on yeah. Uncanny Boulevard going towards I can't believe what I'm seeing Avenue. <laughs> like that's like I just yeah, The Rock says this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I agree, though. I was like, "This is my new Luke. This is my favorite version of Luke." Yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> but they have that with all that bamboo, and she's just chilling, and they're just yeah, just seeing them Vegetation on screen together, beautiful. talking back and forth is surreal enough. Let alone it actually looking like Luke. It's man, I was like tripping balls when I was first watching this, and it was <laughs> it's like I didn't understand what was going on because it was yeah. just so my my brain was it's not overwhelming. Con- like, well, because Grogu's doing like a dance, dodging all the doing the jumps, doing the jumps. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like there's the Yoda style jumps. The eyes on whenever whenever Luke is like, watch this, and then he runs and he does the like exact run with Grogu in his backpack, and he's doing yeah. the flips, and it's yeah. just like Fish guys. Lands. Yeah, it's so he beautiful. quotes Yoda a couple times, you know, and he says the whole mm-hmm. you know uh, do there is no trade. You know, he mm-hmm. did like I can't. <laughs> I knew a dude like you pushes them along pushes them around people people in the chat are asking us to talk about the order 66 all right yeah. let's talk about it oh. so mm-hmm. so here's some trauma <laughs> this is hey kid how was your childhood yeah this is the therapy (laughs) session here so this is obviously early on this is early days of of luke and grogu training i also wonder the couple things that i pondered throughout this episode that are not that important to the story but like a how did mando know like did did somebody tell mando like where luke was going did like i mean we know mando got a phone call from you know well, he put, at one point. Well, he can, put one of those. He put one of those Apple uh, trackers on Grogu. <laughs> Air tag or whatever. Yeah. Air tag, yeah. It's very controversial. <laughs> um, and then also, how long's Ahsoka been there, or did she show up just to kind of intercept Mando? Is she kind of no? I think tabs on him? I think she's been hanging out a little bit. I got the vibe that they had been hanging out together. So from their chemistry. Um, I do want to point out that Corey Burton, the voice of Gad Cad Bane, was the voice of James Bond Jr. as well. Big deal. That's important. Uh, Corey Burton important. does a ton of voices. It's insane. Um, let's get him on the show. Um, yeah. He wants to make Grogu. That. He wants to make Grogu remember, right? Yeah. And he kind of mind melds him a little, and we see this. I don't know. Heartbreaking first person view of Order sixty six kind of happening in real time. We did find out last year that Grogu was, you know. Ahsoka revealed that he that he was in the Jedi Temple. So we've all kind of known he survived Order 66. So let's just round table it. Jake, what were your impressions of this? Man, it's like it's something I want to I feel like I need to see. It would be cool to see more of Order 66. And it's like almost kind of weird seeing clone troopers and and then clone troopers being menacing because it's like something that happens with clone troopers and stormtroopers is they're always just like, they're just cannon fodder usually. So 
that whole scene, you know, watching them take down some Jedi, not knowing who these Jedi are. I was just like, Oh, I hope this is just showing us like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to find out more. We're going to see more of this. Maybe we're going to learn who those Jedi are. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I thought was like, Oh, is that tales from the Jedi show going to be like about, are these guys, are mm. we going to know who these guys that are? Or, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted to see more of it too. Um, I felt like that was it was pretty devastating and hard to watch, but it's always cool to get to see a different perspective of Order sixty six. You got to kind of build up to it in the uh, like the last season of Clone Wars, and then Bad Batch, the first episode of the season one, was like starting right in the middle of it. So it's just really cool to see that a different angle of it, like from Grogu's eyes, and it does lead you to believe you'll probably find out more about those people on screen and how he got the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have you. That's the question you ask. You got to know. I need um, to know. Ryan, did you see the the people spotted the uh, insignia of? Sorry, I'm trying to kill a bug in here. Uh, bootleg. It's getting, it's getting weird on bootleg. Um, the insignia of the the one Jedi. Uh, Bar- how do you say her name? Baris. Baris Sophia. Bar- Sophia. Yeah. So you yeah. see her emblem on the side of the wall. Do we think that's like uh, just a little Easter egg, or is that going to be? Is, is she gonna come it back could be because now? that that whole storyline with her also kind of like getting impri- like well she went to jail right like she framed Ahsoka and that was like the whole thing that led to Ahsoka mm-hmm. leaving the Jedi Order as well that was closer that was pretty close to the timeline of Order 66 when that all happened I think mm-hmm. it could be a few months maybe a year between that and Order 66 because I know that there's some time apart between Anakin and Ahsoka before between season before that last season starts right because there's i think because anakin gets very excited to see her also i do want to point out that the the colors on the stormtroopers like now like because before when we saw order 66 especially in the temple everything was always kind of at this weird distance where you saw almost looked like little figures shooting out jedis and stuff this was our first time seeing them kind of really close up and seeing that this is the 501st, this was Anakin's army. Yeah. Like this was his garrison of stormtroopers, clone troopers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting that that head-on look of them and just being, like you said, like menacing. Like these are the characters mm-hmm. again that we got to know and love through Rex and Echo and Fives and Jesse. And yeah. you know, now seeing them just go to slaughter town right yeah. it again it's just overwhelming again this whole like episode and again if they're tying in stuff from bad batch because oh gosh what's that jedi that padawan's name again whose insignia was on the door oh. but, but she appears uh, in bad batch as well because they used her after because she was in prison they used her yeah barris to barris yeah oh to bring yeah back jedi, right okay like yeah oh right so, that's a good i remember that I mean, well, I think all I think it all adds ties in. So. so a couple things like clearly who who they're going to make a we're going to find out who rescued him at some point. It's going to be a, an important story point. I think I think that's safe to assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it necessarily means like it was Obi-Wan, you know, like like a big reveal. Like, I, I don't think that's necessarily even important. Um, but what, the one important line was when Luke, when they're done. And Grogu wakes up and he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that to me? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, as Welcome he's... Tra- it's like frogs. He- Look at the yeah. frogs. Go do the frog thing. When he's training Grogu, 
he says to Ahsoka, he's like, it's it's less like I'm training him and more I'm like he's what's what's the line? Remem- he's, remem- he's, like he's, he's remembering. He's remembering. He's, remembering. Mm-hmm. he's relearning. Yeah. Um, which I just thought was really poignant. And then sometimes I said the this- student guides the teacher, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the student guides yeah. the master. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, Craig, that I that really struck me was when he first tells him he's going to remember because he he the whole conversation starts about home like do, mm-hmm. do you remember home mm-hmm. and so i thought we were going to see home planet uh yeah. yoda grogu home planet um which mm-hmm. on one hand i'm like oh my god this is i you know i'm sitting on the edge of my seat but then as soon as i realize home is the jedi temple i wonder was he brought there so young that he doesn't remember anything outside of the Jedi temple that his entire lifetime up until order 66 had been there. They they were baby snatchers. And on top of that, like you gotta remember like in clone wars, Cad Bane going back to Cad Bane, all tracing this back again. He was hired by count Dooku to go kill four sensitive babies. Mm -hmm. Yes. This was in a cartoon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 But I think like, Like, yeah. And I think like, you know, one thing that's been, this is a little bit off topic of what we're talking about, but like, I, I more than ever, like, you know, last year, the, the C like the big thing that happened at the end of season two was the reveal of Luke Skywalker. Right. So you got to think that like next week, are they, are they going to attempt to top that? But I don't know how they top this week, but I, I started thinking, well, they bring Yoda in. Well, um, <laughs> just force ghost Yoda, um, and hold I, the lightsaber with uh, with Grogu. <laughs> why not? It's working. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know if it's going to happen next week. I will not be surprised if in one of these shows in the next two years we see a scene with Luke Han and Leia, and it's going to be a big deal, and it's going to rile a lot of people up. But I, I, yeah, but I, I think that Filoni, in fact, like they know what is important to Star Wars fans. And I think you can move forward with new stories while continuing to honor, you know, if the technology is there to do it, um, you know, are you, uh, are you saying that it's important to put Luke, Han and Leia in a same scene together just once? Is that what you're trying to say? I am saying. Are you that. trying to go backwards way at saying like, "Hey, why did that never happen?" Well, I, listen. Three movies. You know like what? <laughs> you know what? It's interesting. I think if they could do it over, they would have like. Imagine if John Favreau and Dave Filoni would have tackled the sequel trilogy. Oh my god! It would. We would. We... <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not. Listen, I listen. You broke Ray, Jake. Ray is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. She's great. I I think that The Force mm-hmm. Awakens is an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. I I think though this kind of goes back to what Jake was saying earlier. There's a gravity to Cad Bane and to Cobb Vanth, and even to like just just um I don't know just every character that they introduce. Whether um you know when Ahsoka appears on screen for the first time in live action, like you you there's a feeling you get it evokes this feeling of this is important. This is bigger than me. This is star Wars. This is my religion. And <laughs> I, I think it's, um, that doesn't happen by accident. Right. Right. So, and I don't know. People talked about it too online. Like people said, I've never seen clone wars. 
They were like, who is this? Like, people were already gravitating, like you said, to Ahsoka. You're seeing mm -hmm. it already now with Cad Bane. Iconic. People are just like, oh my god, this dude's the coolest. And the rest of us are all like, oh my god, he's going to kill everyone we love. Yeah. You know what it is? Well, he... You know what it is? Hold on, real quick. You know what's fucked up? You know how cool Hux was in The Force Awakens? And you were like, this guy's like a, like a, you know, the third Reich. He's like something. a rich kid's yeah. son, and you just want to yeah. slap him in the face. Yeah. Yep. You think they would ever do a scene with like Cad Bane, like making no. jokes and uh, uh, flipping. Getting uh, face slapped and. Yeah, it just, it's like. I feel like yeah, Cad Bane no, added a yeah. level of like realness and gravity to uh, Clone Wars, and that's kind of like he he has that that. But it's not just already. Cad Bane, Moff Gideon. He's a scary dude. He was yeah, scary yeah. the well, first time we saw him. First episodes of Mandalorian. We've got the, the that doctor and the the other dude, the German dude. Oh, he's just like I want to see the baby, and you're already just scary. like you can't mm -hmm. not make him scary, right? Mm -hmm. By the right. way, but I even like. Mm -hmm. The Ugnot, everybody, IG eleven, yeah. like yeah. it didn't yeah. take us long to get attached to these characters. <laughs> hey, this is fun. Good actors, yeah, that helps too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the, the the line that really broke me, by the way, was when Ahsoka is telling uh, Mando to to basically you need to get out of here, and he goes, "But I came all this way," and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh." oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's we about don't have, to cry. We sold the We're toy we had to... on hold for you, but I came on this way. <laughs> he's about to enter the sad comments. Oh, but, but the street oh. date isn't until Saturday. Well, I yeah. guess I don't want my money. Yeah, I'll just leave this chainmail on the table. Do you not like armor? So I do think go, going back to the Rick, um, Rick Seek said you had three in stock. <laughs> <laughs> this is another show at this point. Right. Um, yeah, I do want I do want to say like going back to talking about Yoda and and who might show up at the end of this. I don't actually think Yoda will show up next episode, but at this point, like, doesn't it make sense for Yoda? Like, Luke didn't know when he he didn't know about. Grogu in Order 60. You know, he's like asking him about his home and shit. Yoda is the only one who would know. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, Luke, they're, doesn't, they're, he, Luke they're, doesn't even know his dad killed like so many we're, we're quoting, We're quoting Yoda. We have Yoda's lightsaber. Yoda's the only other species. We know Yoda shows up in his uh, force. Like, at some point, are we not going to see Yoda come forth and, and, either interact with Grogu or give some sort of advice towards yeah. mm -hmm. everyone comes I, back. I, would, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing force ghost Yoda sparkly glowy showing up in Ahsoka as well. Yeah, yeah Sure. Yeah. It could, anywhere. I mean, I just, it just feels like or, at this uh, point, it feels like we're going to see everybody. Right. Like, and, and maybe yeah. I, we don't necessarily have to hear, or I mean, see him. Maybe we'll hear him. Like yeah. Grogu will go to that temple and he'll hear Yoda's voice or something. Yeah. He'll hear. He'll, he'll, he'll hear he, Ashley Eckstein. What? He teaches. What? Uh, he teaches Grogu how to talk at the annoyance of everybody else, and they're like, "Cool." Wish he hadn't Still learned riddles. that. You know what? Riddles you will. <laughs> Do you know what uh, part really kind of like punched me in the gut though? Was when it's Ahsoka and Mando, and she's like, "He's like, it's right there. He's right there." He's like, "Well, I want to go see him. He's a Mandalorian foundling." She's like. 
Well, maybe he's a Padawan now. Oh, yeah. Like, I think your boy just dumped you. So maybe it's time to know your distance and leave. Hey, by the way, we should acknowledge this because this this news just broke a couple hours before we started. Um, Disney Plus confirmed that Kenobi will premiere in May. Oh, Uh, so that's um, going to premiere the weekend we're in. Anaheim? Are we all going to get together and watch it? The five We're of gonna us? Probably watch it at Celebration, mm. right? Yes. It's Oh um, my it's god. May. We are going to we, we will be back. We don't have a name. Uh Midnight Mando, Min, Midnight Mando Boba Book Club. We need a clever name for Obi-Wan. Uh we could we'll do work on it. Yeah. We'll get there. I'm going to be Fra- Obi weeping Fra- if that happens. Fridays Obi with one a.m. The Obi Shobi, <laughs> Obi one Shinobi. Uh, uh, I like. I saw that's a winner. I saw somebody. Shinobi. I saw somebody mention it in the chat, and um, we were talking about this earlier. You were, you were talking about Cad Bane and how scary he is, and he seems like he could kill everybody. So he killed the Tuscans, right? Probably. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh my god! I didn't even think of that. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, they mentioned like they mentioned like uh, you know whenever I don't remember who says it, but somebody insinuates like that those guys didn't kill all those Tuscans. Like yeah, it's no it's insinuated that it wasn't the gang. So yeah. are we going to see at this point? Dream Girl Tuscan versus Cad Bane? Dude, Word. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would she's love coming, that. She's coming back in the next episode. She has, she has to. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and we're all going to show us Max Rebo. Is Max Rebo gonna fight? Is he gonna Rebo's gonna rock the rancor? He's gonna play him in. That's gonna be the pageantry. You know, it's like when uh, the the twins had the drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Max Rebo is gonna play in (laughs) the rancor. The Boba Fett riding. I want to see Max Rebo in some like Mandalorian armor. No, it's just yeah, it's gonna dude. No, Max Rebo is gonna be at the front of the rancor. It's gonna look like the Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, he's gonna have a war boy. Oh, he's gonna like the flames coming out of that tube from the back. He's be like. That'll be great. Yeah, heavy, heavy jizz. <laughs> I love it. E- eclectic jizz. And he plays drums on the heads of his enemies. Um, <laughs> jizz. Uh, yeah, I don't it's fun. It's fun. So, the, in, you know, this episode just it 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 feels like every now and then you get something in Star Wars, and it, this has happened throughout the you know you might not love the prequels, but you know that. You know, Anakin versus Ben Kenobi or Obi Wan Kenobi on Mustafar. It's it's a it's a moment. It's important, and you might not love everything in the sequel trilogy, but you know that that throne room scene with Snoke and and Kylo Ooh. and Rey is is big and important, or the the Luke and Yoda scene and all that stuff. Um, and and throughout the you know think even if you've never really watched you know Clone Wars and Rebels, you probably know about the Darth Maul stuff, or, you know, about Ahsoka and Darth Vader and their lightsaber battle. So I think this episode is one of those star Wars moments where it's just, you're never going to forget Luke Skywalker force pushing little hop, hop along Howie there <laughs> running Even just through... like taking out the, the probe and just like yeah. shoots him in the butt. And he's just like, 
Start jumping. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> oh, when, <laughs> Abby, Abby's gonna growls. say it. what the first time he jumps. No, when he gets the 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 training ball and he just pushes, just pulls it. Oh, and does like a gizmo. <laughs> it's like this is yeah. how you play with it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I used to, I used to have <laughs> a ball too. Yeah, I know okay. how to do this. Just doing it. Oh, this is what we're doing. This, <laughs> doing is, how, it. this is what Jedi's do. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. No, I'm a Jedi now. I got a ball. Whole thing's good. Yeah, rolling it. Um. <laughs> so let's uh, let's get to the end of this episode so we can start trying to like put all these pieces together. Um, we get to Freetown. Uh, well, no, first we, we go back to, we go back to Boba. Boba. Sons of Tatooine. We get mm-hmm. The classic. <laughs> all right. It's time for a war in Star Wars. Everybody get around the table. <laughs> get to that. You I, look I love how, how Fennec is like, well, we've got, uh, Kersantan and we've got Din Djarin. And then there's those other guys. They're not good yeah. enough. Oh my we god! These, we got these kids who can only only do so much because they're kids. We'll we got a couple teenagers. Water. Well, don't don't they mention that the the mods are gonna basically just be like on patrol? I'm like, yeah, yeah they're just look at them. Fucking way. Oh, they're rats. Yeah. They're tattletales. Well, you know what though? That's fine because if if George Lucas would have had those mods, you would see behind the scenes footage of George Lucas talking. To Steven Spielberg, like, wow, we got these uh, mods. They're kids. They're half droids. And these are these are they're the key. They're the, the key mods. The I knew you were going to say mods are the key. The mods the, are the, the key, key to, to the this whole, whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like when he's describing the battle, the droids, the battle droids, and he's like, Rick McCollum is just like, and this is going to be the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> these mods are going to like steal the show. This oh this is god. their movie. Oh my god, the are fucked. The visual effects guys are like. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they, they're around this table. They're going to this table. They go to the table. And they say they need more muscle. By the way, I was pretty tired when I watched this the first time. When he says, we, I know where to get muscle. And they see the Jawas. I, I was like, wait, he's, are the Jawas? The gonna, Jawas? Are the Jawas going to fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Abby, um, Thunderhouse, you need to show off your, uh, your Rick McCallum, your, yeah. your item. It's back there somewhere. It's back there in the in the Endor woods back there. <laughs> that's her uh, that's her training tree that she climbs to The mods are fucked. So so he, the mods are fucked. What now? That's a signed eight by ten. You you're gonna have to add George go. Lucas and Kenny Baker to that. A hundred percent. And this is on the <laughs> finest printer paper that you can find. And the ink is just barely running out. It's fantastic. Was it was that printed out in nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, it yes. was. It was printed dead. out in a, during a Tunisian sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, and well, I framed oh, it. Well, Qui-Gon's wig was flopping through the air. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, oh, my God. I so, watch that tonight. That's some good shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, Din, Din, Din Jaren. I can finally say his name. Um, Din Jaren heads over back to uh, Freetown. Moss. What is it? Moss Pelos? Pelgo. What is it? Oh, yeah. Um, which <laughs> when, when he has the conversation with Cobb Vanth and the Cobb tells the deputies like, get all men and women of fighting age. We're going to have a meeting. I'm like, I don't think there's a lot of people that live in this <laughs> town. <laughs> it's just the two people. Knock on all three doors on. and get them out. Yeah. Well, he does. He does say, tell them to come to town. So I'm like, oh, is there more? To this town than there's just more to this it's town. Freetown. Street you know, that we it's actually like, have you ever been That's to the a, inner city? 
Like, have you guys ever been to a small, small town where you've got the one main street and then there's just like houses scattered? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of just on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some rural places, maybe, (laughs) where people are. Sure. Farmhands. Sure. And then this I is love it. I like I like how you referred to him as the cob. <laughs> you said the you did. You said the, you oh, said I the say, cob. I meant to say the cob. cob. I meant to you say mean the cob marshal? Then, did he cob. Did you get the cob? And then the cob put his fingers on his pistol. <laughs> Who would pull first? The cob. The cob. <laughs> Bob Cobb. <laughs> or the pain. Bob Cobb. Bob Cobb. Um, <laughs> and then um, it kind of seems like, okay, Cobb Vanthy, you know, Mando makes a good, uh, he makes a good argument. Like, hey, like, these people are bad. And you might not want a part of this fight, but you're going to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which then, reminds and then... you of the conversation in episode one. Hey, Gungans, you're going to want to get into this fight. Yeah, because you're all symbiotic, oh, yeah. so you're all gonna want to get your shit together, and, and you're easily you replicated on us. this computer program. And he's like, "How about I uh, speed you away?" And... <laughs> <laughs> Misa yeah, thinks and the he kind of did the same thing, right? He kind of did the <laughs> "How about get on your speeder and get out of here," but then he still is gonna like call people to arms. I mean, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. Like, sorry, continue. No, I mean that's it. And then Mando leaves. Cad then... Bane is Cad Bane's literally sitting like behind, <laughs> you know, uh, a, a sand dune waiting for Mandalorian to take off so he can. Because as soon as he's gone, he's like, "All right, no, cool. no. let me pull my hat down, slowly <laughs> start walking." Yeah, he's like, "All right, let me time this right," because I don't want to. He walks back a couple times. He's like, yeah. oh, he's like, "Oh, he's hanging out a little bit longer." I wonder if he started right. walking on the way there when. He's like, there's that Mandalorian. If I walk slow enough, maybe he'll leave before I get there. <laughs> I'm gonna deal with him. Um, and this was a big deal, right? This was. And he's uh, been watching him too. Cad Bane's been watching yeah. him because he's like even said you should have kept that armor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I, 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 I figured what happened at the beginning of the show is what causes Cad to show up. Like you know the. Uh, the Send one guy message. he lets, yeah, the one syndicate member he he lets live goes back and he's like, oh, cop Vance took our spice, and he's like, all right, let me go fucking talk to this guy. Slow walk, fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the that deputy guy that kind of looks like uh, Vince Nordone. <laughs> <Tony, laughs> Tony Taylor. Tony Taylor said the deputy made a uh, cad park his ship where he told Mando. <laughs> to <Yeah. trip. laughs> Good job, deputy. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's thank good. God Cad Bane killed that parking officer. Parking park. meter. I want to see that scene though. I, I want to see Cad Bane land and that deputy be like, "You can't park here," and he's like, "Oh, okay, my bad." <laughs> <laughs> totally tip of the hat. Should have kept my rocket boots. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Cobb Van takes a takes a one in the shoulder. Looks like he's probably going to be okay though. I don't. They're not killing Cobb Van. Fine. They fine. showed him being attended to, and it wasn't like a death blow. And yeah. <laughs> First off, not only was he attended to, the town looked at the deputy and was like, "Let's go check on him." <laughs> <and> <laughs> him. Yeah. Went to the cop, and they were suck. like, "Oh my well, god, dude, are you okay?" Well, cop got one, uh, you know, gunshot 
sort maybe in his shoulder. Like, but it the looks other like dude, his shoulder. Like, I've tried to watch that like, so many times. Out of the concern. deputy, they were Shut like, up. "We're gonna, we're gonna make sure you guys know the deputy is his life is ended." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets, yeah, he's ripped apart basically. <laughs> yeah, well, with yes. the setup, that was you, awesome though. Those yeah, you want him <laughs> kind of. Just the face that Cobb prognosis Banth negative. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that Cobb Banth makes a face at that the deputy when he's like just interjects in the conversation with Cad Bane, and yeah. it's like. Yeah, dude. He's the deputy off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sheriff won't be Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then and then serious right now. It kind of yeah. leaves it. it kind of leaves it at that, and then it cuts back to um. Uh, Grogu's choice. Grogu's yeah, choice. Yeah. Where yeah. Is it Grogu's temple? choice, or do we go right to the bar? Temple built. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to talk about oh, the bar. Oh, the bar. Oh, yeah. the bar oh, okay. I, I know we've already kind of talked about the bar, and I know we've already no, done our. We paid though. our respects. Uh, <laughs> yes. But Madam Garza, I, I was like, I was pissed they killed her because I again, it's you one of those were new characters you were that came in. You were ninety percent sure she was the villain. Uh, well, I was ninety percent sure she was the villain. Oh, sure, a villain. We didn't talk about this. One of my favorite parts of this episode is when they're having the table planning earlier, and mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about how the mayor is off-world or whatever, and the oh, major yeah. demo's like, oh, that was a planned vacation. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> that was a scheduled vacation. I knew that one was coming. <laughs> I love that they've just kept him around. Oh! Like, keep him. Yeah. Abby said the same thing. I thought Barney Fife was played by James Marsden. Yeah, he first. was kind of Marsden-y. It yeah. kind of looked like Cyclops. Yeah. He was yeah, going to be riding exactly. shotgun to a cartoon character at any moment. Mm -hmm. That's what I was. I was like, that's a dude from Sonic, isn't it? I was like, that is not James Carey <laughs> of Canada. So, yeah, we're back at the uh, Madam Garza. But no, I'm, pleasure, I'm bummed out that they house. killed her. I'm told, like, now I'm pissed. <laughs> but Joker yeah. Beals just yeah. got another I'm show. I'm just pissed so... that they killed her. Okay. You know. Is there a shot that we see her passed away? Or are we just no. assuming with well, the blow of the fire? And I think everybody in there is passed you away. You think everyone's pretty dead? Pretty hardcore dead. Well, there, a lot yeah. of people survived it. Yeah, that was a pretty big explosion. Mm -hmm. I think it, it could happen. Pretty big. A lot of good Rex so, droids died that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man, wanna, right? We got to give a shout out. Our, our, our good buddy Trevor Zamet uh, from NECA wanted me to make sure I acknowledge how funny it was that the droid uh the droid server in that bar was writing down orders uh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was very can funny I get, can i get you anything yeah it's, it's actually very it's funny. authentic i'm sure it's just for like comfort so you know you oh yeah, write it yeah. down well i'm sure you know not even they're not the did best you get droids. that droid do you need to write that down <laughs> <laughs> i've got it all right here you should always write it down <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that's what the droid did. Um, it's very attentive. So yeah, it blows up, and then this is the terrorist attack. This is kind of it took six episodes to get here, but this is kind of setting the stage. It's, yeah, now I want those Cad, pikes to die. Cad Bane's I'm here. Ready. The, the pikes are blowing up. Madame Garza's pleasure palace. Um, I was expecting more. Do, like I, I thought this was going to be that scene from The Godfather where the the warring factions were going to start, you know, just fucking with each other. So I thought that Garza's was first to go, and then we were going to see oh. something else happen. You know, we we need like the Sunny Corleone being killed, 
uh, scene. Like a slow motion montage, yeah. like Goodfellas. You start seeing. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Again, like like it, it went back to being a crime show for just like 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. I, I was like, oh, man, here we go. This is their their they're going to the mattresses. It's just all of a sudden you hear Jimi Hendrix. Dun, 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 dun. There's got to be someplace out of here. <laughs> now, we do we we still think that there's still like a, a bigger villain, right? Like, we don't think that Cad Bane is the one who who's like masterminding. Right. Because Cad Bane, he's a, he's a hired gun normally. He's right. A, he's yeah. A, he's a he's bounty. Bounty. He said syndicate. He didn't even say the pikes or no, it's the yeah, pike it's syndicate, syndicate. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm so just wondering if like behind. at this point, yeah. I, I thought maybe before the last episode, if there was somebody kind of controlling the pikes, we wouldn't, we well, would know. Mm -hmm. we, we know Thrawn's coming at some point. Um, but I don't know, like seems this... too low stakes for Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, this feels more like Kira to me. I still think that, yeah. um, we could be seeing the mother of dragons. That's what I call her. Um, cause I can't think of her real name right now. And, uh, Emma, Amelia, Amelia Clark. There you go. There you <laughs> go. You did it. I did it. Did it. Nice. Emma, Emma Clark. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I think having a a, a prominent female villain uh, that that is a, a big deal in Star Wars is probably a probably a cool thing, and I think that mm -hmm. that's a character that resonated with people, and and I know that she's been in the comics a little bit more lately. So you know what though, yeah. at this point now with all the retcons happening, I'm just like the comics are fun, but it's its own thing. Oh, do you remember before this season, people were like Doctor Afra. She's coming. Oh, dude, I wish. I still think that could yeah. still happen in a show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Mother of Great Dragons. Oh, that's Mother nice. Like Jason's. Muddy Duck Lady herself. I know I was all. Oh, man. Totally Just imagine, imagine those two. Imagine, uh, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan trying to get into Madame Garza. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make a pleasure palace where the inside is like the outside. <laughs> hey, give me that movie right now. <laughs> um, then at the cantina. Yes. <laughs> we can totally get our helmets cleaned. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, let's take a deep breath. We've covered a lot of ground. There's a lot happening in this show, and it feels like the stakes went up by about 150,000% in one week. So let's roundtable it. Troy, I'll start with you. There's one episode left. Do we know who's directing next week? Has it been I announced? Don't know. I'm guessing Favreau, probably. Could be Favreau. Who directed the finale last year? It was... Um, uh, the guy, um, the, uh, Ant-Man guy, Pey Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Reed, Reed, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we don't know who's directing yet. Uh, could be George Lucas, could be Ryan Johnson, could be Brian Johnson, the singer of AC. Could be Ryan Dole. We don't even know. <laughs> we don't know. Um, Troy, where, where do you think this is heading into next week? I, I really think, like you said, that this has really raised the stakes, which is very welcome. Like now they're swinging for the fences with the Star Wars television here. Like we've seen all of these things that we didn't expect to see. And it's very clear that like 
Filoni and and Favreau have free roam under with all of the characters, all of the toys. And, oh, it's Rodriguez. Rodriguez, is correct. Conf- is that confirmed? Uh, I don't know. Well, well, Blue Chainsaw Man's an admin. I believe him. I don't know. I believe Blue Chainsaw Man. <laughs> um, I'll look but, it up. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I also think that this is teeing up things. Like we're talking about, the, you know, uh, all of the different, like Kira showing up. Like if we're going to start seeing all of these uh, uh, underground crime families, like maybe that sets up Ahsoka because they really went out of their way to make Ahsoka kind of ingrained in that like 1313 underworld uh mm-hmm. uh right. land uh so th- so maybe she gets pulled back into that f- through this somehow um so it's it's cool like i think somebody in the chat and i'm sorry i can't remember who it was said like star wars television is in its infancy and you can see them finding their way like these last couple of episodes it's like oh now they're really exploring hey that sets up this and that sets up this and then we can play the long game on that mm. um so i'm I'm excited. I'm down. And I mean, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to be like, Oh, Rodriguez, but Filoni directed the shit out of this episode. And uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed the shit out of the last episode. And I know everybody keeps saying like, give them movies. No, 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 no. Keep them doing this because this is awesome. They can continue doing the serialized television. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I mean, I would love to see them do a movie, but at the same time, I want them to keep doing this because this is good stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. I think I think I did look it up and I found some clickbait website. It took me like three hours to find out the answer because it's like paragraph four. Now you might be wondering just what time Book of Boba Fett comes on in your <laughs> part of the world. <laughs> well, look like Jesus. Anyways, I think right. because next week is probably going to be action packed and a lot of you know fighting. I think that. That's that's what Robert Rodriguez like. You remember he directed the episode last year where Boba Fett showed up and went nuts with the gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but I he think... also directed the mods episode. <laughs> Come so, on, I mean, I'm trying here. I mean, we we have yet. So I, I think that's next crazy. week needs first of all it needs to be a two hour episode, right? Because you have eight hours. So many, you have so many threads that you kind of have to. We we have. Uh, you know the Cad Bane payoff. We're gonna see more Cobb Vanth. We're gonna ha- we're gonna find out. There's gonna be Tuscan stuff. Uh, we have a whole Rancor. Um, and that's why it has mm-hmm. to be. That's why it has to be directed by Robert Rodriguez because, um, it's gonna have because Machete's gonna be in it and he's also oh, joining yeah. the team. And yeah, it's like there's so many things that I feel like they have set up to happen in the finale mm-hmm. of this show that it needs to be. I don't think there's going to be a lot of, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be one of those a Rube Goldberg, like bam, bam. Yeah. Bam. I think it's going to start like heading to battle. Like it's, there's not going to be another. Well, it has to be because usually, usually on TV shows, um, when there's this kind of thing at the end, usually your second to the last episode Penultimate, yeah. is when the big battle happens, you know, and the last episode is kind of the aftermath. So it's like, we, we didn't do that. So, yeah, I just are we gonna get that scene where like Gandalf comes over the ridge, but it's like what? the Tuscan Raider and Cobb uh, Vanth, and they're yes. there with a bunch of Tuscans and like it, there's a lot of and... yeah, there are a lot of to me like yeah, Cad Bane seems like a badass, but I have not. I, I know I've said this already, but the good guys have a lot of really fucking like heavy hitters. Like there are a lot of Heavy hitters on the good guy side. 
They got BK. They got Mando. So it's like, yeah, you got mm-hmm. Boba Fett. You got Mando. You got you got Fennec. Fennec. There's gonna be a female Tuscan. There's a fucking Rancor. Yeah, you got Chris. You got Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. Like what? What the do they have fuck? besides a bunch of pikes? Possibly. And then Luke Skywalker is gonna show up yeah, too. It's like, what the fuck are they fighting against? Okay, can you imagine seeing Luke Skywalker fighting side by side with Boba Fett? That's not like, they dude. Look come over on. Each other. I want to see a scene where they look over. They're both on the same side, but they look over and recognize each other. And Boba Fett's just like, like, <laughs> like looks for a pit, making sure there's no sand, <laughs> no Sarlaccs nearby. Like, oh god, yeah. oh god. I don't. I, I really don't think that we're gonna. Um, I don't think we're gonna see any more Luke or Grogu this season. I don't really don't even say that. I don't. Either. We're gonna be wrong. But but before, but you know what happens next week, right after even. the episode? Mm-hmm. Kenobi trailer. <laughs> We get no. We're gonna oh, get a fan good. first for Star Wars oh, from Hasbro. Yeah. We're having such a good show. Tommy. Oh Sorry. yeah. <laughs> You've been asking for it, Star Wars fans. That's right. It's your fucking mods. <laughs> <laughs> Nameless mods. It's gonna be great. And I uh, order them I... now and get them sometime 2024. <laughs> Uh, Craig, crawling got, their way to you. Sorry, I got a question for everybody, and this sure. is not something like that I even thought of uh, because I've had this whole thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna see in an, a future season where they go and they take back Mandalore and Boba Fett takes the throne, and uh, like I've been, I've been thinking way down the line in the future. Somebody asked me today, does Boba Fett die in the next episode? Mm. It, if he does, it's gonna like, I, sure, he could. Maybe he dies protect. If he dies trying to protect the other Tuscan or something, I mean, I just think I pre-ordered that... enough toys of him that he'll die. The thing, <laughs> the thing about that is like, I think it could be, you know, really poignant, and it could be like a kind of a cool send off to a character that I used to hate that I now like, and and that does seem like it would be a cool thing. <laughs> Jake's like, from my personal perspective, this, you know, for sure. me, for me and my journey with both. No, I mean, I, I agree, no, with but you, but. What makes me think they won't kill him off is like you would think if they're going to bring Boba Fett back, you know, give him all Take this or give him stuff to do. Yeah, give him a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, to they do. filled him in. You would him. maybe have had him in the last two episodes. Like if you're yeah. going to kill him off in the in the last episode, you There's, probably would have had him doing give cool it some weight to his two death. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's some structural things, I think, with the season, but I'm I think the end justifies the means. And I think that those four episodes, five episodes, oh, I guess it's four, were really good and i think um, that you got a good life i think he's gonna get that respect that he him. hasn't been getting yeah. this he's whole first get... half mm-hmm. of the season hey. i i think the sarlacc pit is on the syndicate side and shows up <laughs> just crawling uh, out hey. oh, this is out war i love it you know what's actually probably gonna happen he's gonna get injured and he's gonna get modded and there's gonna okay. be a, a Sarlacc pit. He's gonna, gonna have mod. like a, a cybernetic. Luke's gonna take gonna his head off and give it to Boba. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. <laughs> and then Han's gonna show up and go, "Take this." What are you doing, Luke? <laughs> Don't you know who Boba that Fett. is? <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> um, I, I think uh, I think we're in for a treat next week. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. Are um, we all staying I'm, up? Because I I'm I had to stay up last week because I couldn't sleep no. because I was so excited. So we <laughs> like have to say what you do? No. Well, I said that I was I going like through like up. I was so excited for this this episode to happen 
for like flat, like on Wednesday night or on Tuesday night mm-hmm. that I was comparing it to like this is some five-year-old Christmas Eve bullshit that I'm going through right now <laughs> where I was so excited I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. So I ended up watching it at midnight. And then, of course, the episodes have been so good that I just lay there and just go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, that's easier then, for you because it's midnight for you. It's like 3 a.m. for yeah, us. And I have but to I'm, work It's in called the fucking But I'm still not sleeping week. worth a shit. Well, I mean, yeah. I will say this. Boba Book Club has not messed up my sleep schedule the way that Midnight Mando did. <laughs> like, there was a month period <laughs> where I was just like, sleep until five in the afternoon. I had no idea what was going on. Um, well, I like not having to podcast every night of the week, so I'll be a little <laughs> when Boba's yeah. over. Um, no, I think I, I think we're in for something special. I think it's going to be satisfying. And mm-hmm. knowing that we got Kenobi around the corner, knowing we got Andor this year, and, and you know, the, it feels like the Star Wars universe is in a really cool place. Um, it's been really interesting moving out of, like, just psychotic Ghostbusters hype for two years straight, basically. And then being able to take a deep breath and move into some really exciting star Wars stuff has been really, really cool. And I love doing this. So I'll miss it, but um, let's do our final, uh, final thoughts. I think uh, if anybody has anything that they want us to tackle, put it in the chat. We'll do some rapid fire Q and a here at the end. Uh, But Jake, what's your final thoughts? I'm just, you know, you mentioned that Ghostbusters thing and it's like, it was, we watched, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife thinking we weren't going to see what we saw. And then it's like the exact same thing happened with this last episode of, it's just weird that we're watching a Boba Fett show and got what we got this week. And there's, we, you know, we talked about how nothing was going to top like the Luke episode of the Mandalorian and, and oh, we got this and and now mm-hmm. there's one more episode and it's just like I, I I just don't even know what to think anymore about what we're gonna get. It's like it yeah. it, it literally is like we're in a fever dream or something. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm I'm super excited about whatever whatever is gonna happen next week. Yep. Abigail? Same. Yeah, like there's everything that we've gotten from the show I've enjoyed. I think just more the ones that came out recently, I've enjoyed more than the original episodes. And I, I really can't wait to see what the finale of this is going to be. And like when all the, the forces come together, what's what the battle is going to be. Um, and also to see. Um, yeah, I would love to know what happens to Grogu. I, I think it would be really disappointing to not have a follow through on that from from this episode next week. I'd love to have some sort of an answer or connection, like a, a shot of of. Of where it can move well, forward or something. Who was it? Ryan, John Yurkaba. Somebody said it's going to be something along the lines of Luke walking and Leia comes up and she's pregnant and Luke's like, and she's like, what, you know, what was his choice? And he'll say, he's not clear. He's not ready. And then, you know, she'll be like, Kylo's coming. <laughs> he's coming. I mean, that's, that's possible. <laughs> ben Solo. I'm going to name him Ben. Just let you know. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know, Abby. I think we're gonna get. I don't know. I mean, we might not get full resolution, but I think we'll get a, get a little taste, a little tease, mm-hmm. a little uh, morsel, just something. Little little Rick McCallum. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan. Yeah. Final thoughts. Well, I think Jake summed it up pretty well. It has been like a fever dream. Uh, I am pretty hardcore into Star Wars. Like, I love all of it. 
So even when people are saying I didn't really like love like the first like the first episodes are good, but I love these later ones more. It's hard to disagree with that, even though I do love the earlier ones as well, because I'm just like this is like my meth. I'm like the methalorian. That's kind of what's happening here. And I I do love these shows. Like the we are getting the things that I've always dreamed about getting, and this is not just in Book of Fett, but this is also happening in Mandalorian. And in some cases, I'm getting stuff I didn't even know I could have. Uh, so <laughs> like a thirty-year-old like 30 Mark Hamill, <laughs> dude. Like yeah, it's all of that, and I it's it's got me so excited for the next episode. No matter what what I get, it's hard like because I just don't know what what to expect just because of how the last two episodes were. My only expectations are we're going to see a dude ride a Rancor and we're all going to lose our collective minds. If we don't, it's going to the be... The rest is just... We're going to see a Rancor eat somebody. Yeah. Like, period. Dude, it's going to eat, eat some pipe. Will they yeah, relaunch the pipe. Rancor HasLab directly after this episode? Hey, well, God, you know if what? Do? If, if Boba Fett rides a Rancor and a Rancor eats somebody, then I will, I will back that HasLab. There we go. <laughs> There it is. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I'm feeling excited, and I'm feeling genuinely happy. Troy's going to get mad he at me, but it. I'm just going to say it. If you were lucky enough... I'm going to keep Troy really scared right now. He's like, fuck, what's he going <laughs> to say? Um, no, if you were lucky enough to get the Ultimate Ghostbusters Collection DVD set, you are um, in for a treat, because Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart... The fan commentary for Ghostbusters 84 is included with that set. It was only originally available on the Steelbook that went out of print way back in 2019. So um, it's no joke. First off, two of us didn't get that set. I'd like to just point that out. And also, this is a Boba Fett show. I want to <laughs> promote my co-hosts. Um, yeah. It's literally it's one of my favorite pieces of, of Ghostbusters content. Um, it's uh, Eric Reich uh moderates the chat with chris troy and somebody else some un, <laughs> an unnamed uh, another Ashley person and uh, sean bishop was on it too oh, okay sean bishop. so um it's really good stuff and uh you should all thanks go man check out. and yeah troy just to follow up on that we're all super proud of you by the way yeah man yes um, yeah yes yeah. i'm wearing my troy shirt I know Abby wearing the LXG shirt. Nobody in the chat has called out that she's wearing a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen t-shirt right now, and that yes. just, that's hurtful. It's, <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a it's an AJ Quick style prank that I'm pulling. <laughs> Y'all don't even know pranking um, you. First movie. Um, but hey, Boba Fett, we can talk about that, right? Go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're good. The uh, I I. It's good to have momentum on this show again. Not our sh like our show. We we always have momentum. We're fine. Book of Boba. This is fine. But the the actual proper show, I was starting to lose steam on like episode three and four. I was just like, oh, you know, this, this Boba Fett show is not exactly what I thought it was going to be. And uh, I was I, I was I was kind of in that valley where I just wasn't feeling it anymore and then after the last two episodes i'm i'm hyped on the show and i'm hyped on where it can go and what it can lead to and um i actually kind of uh 
hate myself for being down on it as much as I was for those couple of episodes because every show has bad episodes. I sat through the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation and 90% of that thing is terrible. Oh, dude, but it season led two, to awesome not last things. half of season two. You know but what? that was a writer's strike. I mean, that wasn't their fault. Anyway, yeah, that's true. But I don't get that show. I've come to the conclusion. Jake I, and I was, are like, well, I thought they were good. I was <laughs> on my computer today. I was working. Abby had next John. I looked up and I saw Data playing with a cat. And I was like, this Data has Star a cat. Wars. Uh, hey, the cat has a name. <laughs> yeah. It's Spot. Yeah, it's get, Spot. Yeah. The cat's name is Spock? Spock. No. Spock is a cat. Spots oh. Spock's been a cat this whole time. No, only in the next Only in the next generation. Oh, someone passed me an Advil, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy, I- I'm right there with you. You know, this it's had um it's had some ups and downs, but you know, the last two weeks have been nothing but fun, exciting, really memorable and wonderful Star Wars. And that's that's what it's all about. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. we just had a cat appearance. Both Jake and I were just <laughs> both very distracted. I mentioned a cat, and all of a sudden these cats are showing up. Well, By the way, Gene, you sitting on the floor at podcasting sucks. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> Thank Don't you worry, for doing we're it, at the two-hour mark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last time I sat on the floor to podcast, the last ten minutes turned into utter chaos. So tonight's a lot calmer. <laughs> there was an incident. Um, that was funny. so yeah i mean i feel good i'm excited about next week um we'll be um we'll be uh just going strong like we always do um sorry i got really distracted our views when our views dropped to one it's done that like twice i was like what happened what they're sick of my cat talk they really didn't want to Um, talk about star wars next generation oh i think we're all (laughs) go ahead troy I was gonna say I, a quick shout out to the Naboo Starfighter because it was rad in this Bad episode. We talked about it at all. It had that like biplane noise every time we saw him in the cockpit, and it was badass. Yep. Yeah. And the stars moving while he's in the cockpit oh, too. You could man. tell that was you could totally tell it was LED screen, but at the same time, it, it was still awesome. looks great. Looks yeah. like Star Tours. It's the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, we did it. Another one of these bad boys in the books. I'm excited. I just I'm yeah. looking for next week's return. You know, if, if I'm more excited about anybody's return next week, it is maybe getting a little more info on the black melon. Oh, <laughs> black, black melon. Well, that was about- a great that was a great opportunity to talk about the cob. But the cob. oh my god, the cob. Yeah. The cob or, is my favorite hey, thing now. What about um because we haven't seen him in a couple episodes, uh Boba Fett. <laughs> sure. Uh, remember that. Remember that four episode arc in, uh, you know, Dexter or the Closer. Would remember the close? Was that Kira Sedgwick when she just wasn't in it for five episodes? No, it's never happened before. Something weird's going on in Star Wars, but I'm all here. I'm here for it because they gave us Luke Skywalker, and who is going to argue with that? Not I. Um, and last thing. Mark Hamill's been tweeting that he has no Disney Plus in his hotel. He's in Vancouver filming. Ryan, has Mr. Hamill showed up at your house to watch Book of Boba Fett? I invited him via Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten no response. But if that happens, I'll have uh, Paul Lee also show up, and we're just going to have a uh, rebel pilot party. And, uh... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
You down with RPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> oh, oh, so unfortunate. All right. Oh. We've been, this episode's going on too long. I like it. <laughs> Let's nuke All right, everybody. while we're here. Let's nuke the fridge. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't have our normal music, so I'm just going to play something called Rock. Jake, can you improvise some lyrics? This is the same song, right? <laughs> it sounds the same. I am Boopa Fan. <laughs> the sense of Tatooine. Oh, Somebody wow. get me up and I come out. I can write a song to this. Grogu, gonna train today. Gonna lift a frog to the USA. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a South Park song? Yeah, it's a South Park song. By now yeah, you're a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> Running around, jumping like a frog, doing flips on stones, yeah. <laughs> Abby, go. I already did mine. I don't care. All right, here. I got to add one more part. One, here you go. Two, anyway. Well, you got to make a choice. It's going to be tough. With chain mail or lightsaber stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Get us some ants building a hut. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right, bye everybody. See you next bye, week. Hi guys. I like this. Good, good night, y'all. Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> Grogu, little green frogman. We're still going. It's Craig sitting on the floor. He doesn't know how to turn Craig it off. Can't shut it off. That's I don't know what to do. You're like Shawn Michaels trying to use AOL. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> look for Death of the Santa Tatooine. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>